What's up, fifteen fifty nine? Probably presents the rundown, loving hip hop Miami, the official unofficial podcast of VH1's loving hip hop series. I'm one of your hosts, John Robinson, joined by the lovely and talented Michelle Antoinette. How are you doing, sweetie? I'm doing pretty well. How about yourself? Uh, it's been a long, long week. Uh, apologize to the audience because we recording this on a Thursday. Life and work has caught up with me. I'll get into that on equal opposites. But other than that, I'm all right. Weekend's almost here. Um, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So this is, what is this? Episode seven. I feel like Miami flying. <laughs> like I don't know what they flying to. I don't know what's going to happen after these episodes. Like, if they're on the same run as Atlanta, they only got six more left. Just They'll be done in December. I think the big thing coming out of this week is the fact that they didn't get bumped up to 7 o'clock Central, 8 o'clock Eastern. Which obviously. is the dumbest thing ever. To me, I think that just indicates that ratings are not good and they don't want to put it in the primetime slot. But if it's... Yeah. Then why do you continue with the show? <laughs> if the sh- you That show should have came on at 7 o'clock. And I was prepared for that because I, w- I had to work. <clears throat> and I was like, alright, cool. I'll work and then I'll watch it. And then I can come home and do the pod and you hit me up like, yo, it's a, I was like, fam. <laughs> yo, I came in and was like, all right, seven o'clock, let's watch Love and Hip Hop. And then um, Black Ink Crew was, yeah. I was like, oh, maybe they're just doing a trailer. That's why I was like, maybe it's just a trailer. And then I looked and I checked the guide and it was like, no, it's on, it's on TV, right? I was like, y'all have got to be kidding me. Yeah. So ep- Stop making my Monday nights be longer than they gotta be. Forever. Forever. This episode is called Wrong Way. We start off with, listen, I think Ace and Sheila's storyline is a change of pace. I just don't like that. I don't know when they're epi- when they're they're apart. Their ep- their scenes are just like I'm going to tell them about the problem. And, and for, for some reason, I don't know if it's just them or the way this is shot. When Ace is with his people. He can communicate when uh, she's with her. She would rather she's with Sheila's with Ace or her people. She can communicate when they get together. It'll be like, out out, yeah, in, in one ear, out the other. And I'm like, how? So Ace goes to see Lunch Money, who's an artist, writer, producer. Yeah, he brings his friend Slim. Have you heard of Lunch Money? I've I heard, heard that one song that they threw in there. I heard. Well, I, so I was like, oh, I, I got paid. I, I knew that. And that was probably from a commercial. So he was putting some ad libs on Ace's song. And Ace is excited for his new album called A Hero's Journey, and he has an upcoming performance. He gets a phone call, which I can only assume it came from Sheila. They didn't tell us anything. He step out the booth, come back in, and he explains the situation to the guys. Talk about um, After the Garden incident, they decided that the best way for them to support each other is to support themselves. So I guess they had a long car ride home after, you know, to take the mics off. And Ace is having trouble with the equality thing in their relationship. And he's having trouble adapting uh, to us. The, the concept of us. Is this, is this a... How th- long have they been married? I, this is the <clears throat> thing. We watch these shows. And I'm like, I feel like this is something y'all should have worked on before y'all get to the aisle, right? You know, walk down that yes. aisle. That you should have... You you're making a commitment. So in your head, you should have already been on a we, us thing. And I understand that that's not an easy an overnight situation because you have been you, 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 you for so long. Um, He said he would do better at that. And he didn't come from a world where he was able to express himself in an honest way. 
And if we were having that conversation, I would ask him, true, you didn't come from that world where, you know, in your house, but you are in hip hop in Ace Hood. If you listen to some of his music and the way he talk, he's transparent. He's honest on the mic. So if you can be honest there, you I should be honest, honest with her. Yeah. I'm not telling you to be honest with everybody, but right. or, or at least but be at able least to your wife. Yeah, at least like write a song that you're not gonna put out and be like, yo, this is what I'm thinking. Uh, you know, I can't, you know, say hey, it to that you. Could work. That's but, not a bad idea. Yeah. So Sheila decided to leave, but didn't know where she was going. This is some wild stuff right here. <laughs> they made it all cute and fun, but I'm like, you can't just be taking off. She needed some joy. And you know what's joy? Roller coasters. So she went to Orlando. And Miami and Orlando ain't next to each other. <laughs> like, so how long is that trip? That bad. Maybe like a two, three hour drive, maybe. Maybe, Let's I don't know. See, Orlando to Miami. A drive. It is three hours, I think. Uh Orlando plan a road trip. Let's see. Start one and a half hours. So it says if you leave at twelve forty four, you'll get there about four fifty four. So about four hours. I mean, gas ain't cheap. And it's probably, well, what's, what's the gas in the South? That's Y'all wild cheap? that <laughs> your state is that long. Like, from Chicago, I drive four hours. I am in Ohio. No, that's if you drive four hours east. If you drive south. Yeah, it, if it I takes, go east, if you go south. How long do you think it takes to get out of Illinois? Six hours. It sucks when you try to go to Mississippi. Because Illinois is the longest state you're going to be in. If you take 55 oh. or 57, it is no fun. I'm like, are you still in Illinois? But then you can go through Missouri, <laughs> Tennessee, and get to Mississippi quick. But yeah, Illinois is not it's not short, and we're not even at the very top. I mean, we are, but we, there's you, there's a little further up north than uh, Chicago. But if you're going to Chicago to the Milwaukee, it's an hour and a half. So I mean, we're close. Where are we going? Oh, she didn't tell Ace. He just needed to see for himself. Like we grown, stop doing that. She's not the best version of herself when she puts other need before her. So back in Miami, um, Suki holds a meeting with Jay Kelly and Kill Bill. Kill wants to make sure Tip is on the same page. And we're having this meeting because for some reason, Suki's mom is always busy. I feel like, is she your real manager or not? Like how many people is she managing? So Suki wants to make sure everybody's on the same page. Tip arrives. She wants some clarity. At the moment, Suki is booking everything for herself. Kill Bill the business talker says this is stressing her out and he tells Jay and tip, yo, get her Instagram back up. I don't know if they know how this works. Suki didn't invite <laughs> Suki didn't even invite Bill and she doesn't like him speaking for her, even though he said, yo, I got to do this because she don't like confrontation. So I, I do this. So I get out coming out of all that. Is tip her studio manager? <laughs> like, I put a question mark because she says Jay Kelly's the role manager and Tip role can't manager. be on the road because she got a kid. Cool. Cool. Uh, <laughs> what is this? What is you doing? I don't know. Listen, somebody could be an assistant. She's the everything else manager because the mom. I'm confused. All right. Trina. It's a lot going on. Do people normally have this many managers? I don't know. It's too many cooks in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like everybody want a piece, but I'm confused. Yeah, I can understand you having a role. I know you have a role manager and you have a manager. Yeah, because most of the time your manager is not on the road with you. They are managing things. 
and then you're trickling it down to the road manager. So I can see Tip and I can see the guy. But what's her mom doing? I don't know, but management seems to be a theme because between Suki and Same then thing Trina. Trina. <laughs> yeah. So she has a shoot and I think she's on time. Uh, I feel like Trina just can't get it right over the last few years when it comes to management. No. Jayla Young. And is a- also within yourself. Why are you late for everything? Yeah, she's got a video with Jayla Young, an up and coming rapper from Florida. She was supposed to bring white shoes, but CO didn't mention that. She brought all black shoes and CO said she just said tennis shoes. He changes the subject to next week's Trina, Trina Day event. And the I wrote in parentheses, I'll get to it. But he said, so let's talk about next week. She said, what's next week? He's like, your Trina Day event. And I said, well, if she hosts this every year, why did she say what's next week? Is this not on the same day every year? Like, cause, cause this is why I ask this. Cause at one time she says sometimes we do an Easter egg hunt, and I'm like, all right, you do an Easter egg hunt. What, what are we shooting this? This doesn't seem like it's in April. So right. why does it? And if you got a day in whatever Dade County, how does it move every day? Like every year, it should be. We uh, gonna make Trina Day six months later. So CO goes to get on the flyer flyers, cause she's like, where the flyers? We go over to Amara's mom. Her and Adeline are are good. Before we get to this part, her mom part. They talk and see each other on occasion. She tells her mom about her video and the budget, but notices her mom is not okay. Anna explains she sometimes gets dizzy, headaches, she's nauseous. Amara suggests they exercise and work on their diet, ask if she's taking her medicine. We find out that Anna has diabetes, high blood pressure, thyroid, cholesterol, you name it, she got it. Amara feels guilty for not noticing her mom's health because she's digmatized. And Amara gets rid of all the junk food. And I was like, dang, that sucks. <laughs> she has to be the mom it, of the house. It isn't just me. Now, I know our parents be hard-headed and they don't want to eat right and do things. Was this the, a little put on for the TV? Amara or the mama? Amara. Yeah, Amara was being extra. Like, Hella extra. Like I'm, I'm sure your mama don't got money, and not, not to say I'm, I'm sure. I'm just saying. Well, maybe she, she remember she had them empanadas in a uh, sugar factory. So maybe. What she, happened to that? You got <laughs> like I don't know. I'm oh, uh, sorry. Oh, I have no idea. Uh, but yeah. So I was like, maybe you know, Amara gives her money for the grocery store or something like that. So I'm like, you should like how did how did the sweets and snacks get into the house? Like that, that, y'all gotta relax. Um, where we? Oh, she's gonna tell, and then she's like, "I'm gonna tell the doctor about this." But I'm, I was watching the scene. Like, is it, is it just customary for roles to reverse? And why do they have to reverse? I I watch these and I'm like, listen, John, just keep your wits about you. And when they seem to falter, listen to Melissa. Listen to your guy kids when they tell you something. Don't be like, I'm the parent. I know what I'm doing. Like, just, uh-huh. just listen. Lord just, Jesus, don't be that parent. Yeah, I was like, just, just they, they, they trying to help. They ain't trying to get you back. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Um, so back to the video shoot. Joy arrives to help Trina get ready. KD, her other manager, along with CO, calls to update Trina on the Trinity Day event. She says they submitted the paperwork for the event, but doesn't know if there will be a problem. Trina's like, yo, this is a block party. We're going to have vendors, food, rides, face painting. We should have all this done. And here's the problem. How you got a manager that lives in Atlanta? This don't. What are we doing? You not here? 
And I get that KD moved, but if you can't be here to manage my day-to-day from where I live, how does it going to work? After right. the phone call, Trina is aggravated and needs a shot of tequila, even though it is too Plus, hot. my second home ain't in Atlanta. It'll be different. She had a lot of stuff she do in Atlanta. Yep. She snaps on CO for not, be, uh, not telling T, uh, Trina sooner about the video shoot. She was like, why are you going to tell me this girl wanted to work me out to get a DM, blah, blah. It, it seemed like everybody incompetent that works on this team. And poor Ray. CO tells Joy that, that maybe. I'm still. I know behooved ain't the word, but I am behooved at, at the relationship between uh, Ray and Trina. I'm I'm just you trying I'm to see confused. how it works. You're like, how does work? I, I don't see, and I know they've been together for years, but I just don't see it. I don't either. And I and I, he I, comes I, off as like a little brother. Yeah, yeah, but maybe that's the type. Not the little brother, but a passive guy. Like she's she probably dealt with so many alpha males, quote unquote, that she's like, I like that he's reserved and stuff like that. Um No, see- it don't even <laughs> seem like they're <laughs> in a relationship. Like it just seemed like that's her look her little friend, like a little brother. See, he, he, he come around, he like being with me when I do this stuff. Like it just it I don't see the connection there. No, at all. Cause she be snapping on him. <laughs> like, Trina just be snapping is what I've gathered. CO tells Joy maybe counseling could help Trina to get uh get under control. And Joy thinks Trina loses uh her losses with her brother, her mother may be the reason for some anxiety, but C CO and KD played a role as well. And Joy thinks Trina needs to take a break. She buries herself in work to avoid her feelings. I agree. And I'm pretty sure uh if we see how she acts on this show. I don't want to see how she was acting on that radio show that got pulled. Cause that let me know that like, you was probably acting a whole fool. A whole plum fool. Uh Dr. Vera, I feel bad for this. That man. show was on for like a day. Yeah. Amara takes a mom to the doctor. After another episode, Dr. Vera tells uh her mom that the medication has to be taken at the appropriate time. And then outside the room, Amara's like, yo, I'm kind of nervous and afraid for my mom could die. But also, I haven't I had, had my period, period in three, three weeks. weeks. If you don't go, first and foremost, let me tell you why I was irritated. I'm going to just jump ahead right. a little bit. Oh, <laughs> If you don't go and get you a pregnancy test out of the nearest whomever, talking about waiting, she had to wait to hear the results back from the doctor. What? Yeah, what the are doc- you talking about? Doctor- it's same day results. The doctor was like, yeah, let's do some blood work. But here's my thing. And this is, listen, I know you don't get any, you don't get control of the editing. But after editing, you look so silly, Amara, going back and forth to uh, the DR and having unprotected sex with a man who wouldn't get you an Uber for your airport. Like, this Listen. is wild. And you know, and he came off as an asshole. So why wouldn't he try to get you pregnant on purpose so you have to stay? T- All right. God bless. She was like, I saw Alan five also, weeks ago. I just don't understand as a grown ass woman why y'all why how they, you hadn't taken a pregnancy test if you was that's, two weeks late. That's what one I, week late. Why are they running the same play? Both Rashida and Amar are well, they should know their bodies by now to be like, well, I got the guess this is gonna be a part of my storyline. You look silly. It's, it's just foolish. And then like, to have me believe that you have to wait for results from your doctor when they get this is literally Here's the thing. A, a three minute wait. I don't understand what you're talking about. Here's here's what's wild. 
the only t- maybe one and a half. I might be I might be pushing it with two women on 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 these two shows. Really, it's only one show that could have had this storyline. Infinity and maybe Jasmine, but that's it. Everybody else is too damn grown for us. And Jasmine's getting close to thirty, so she's too grown for that too. She can't be pulled in that mess. I think she's like twenty six or twenty seven. Uh, yeah. Carly's daughter, so, but Infinity, if she had the I'm late conversation with Yandy, it would have made sense. I would have gotten that. <laughs> yeah, she's 17, 18, 19, somewhere in that bracket. I can, I can believe that. But not grown ass Samara. Okay. I don't know if you've seen this, and I might not have brought this up on Equal Opposites when we record that next. But at what age are you a professional sex haver? Because. I was watching the BET Hip Hop Awards, and I I a lot of y'all I wasn't watching the awards. I I taped it and watched all the performances. And was it good? Cause I didn't know shit about it. It was cool. It was cool. Like the performances was, was some of the performances were really good. Uh, Tobey Wingway and his wife, uh, Net Fat, and Neff Nell, but Nell's not his wife, obviously. Uh, that was the best performance. But Lotto, Lotto was up there. And either Southside or Big Energy. It might have been Big Energy. And I know Lotta was really young. But the way she, like, I suck the dick and I fuck. And I'm like, yo, what age do what, like, men do it too. I'm, it's not even knocking women. There, It's a 19-year-old right. rapper talking about he long struck. And I'm like, it's weird that you could just be early in your sexual career and then get on records and talk about how you are a pro at this. How are you a pro at this? That's my old I man rant. I, I know that's what I, that's what stuck. I'm like she mad young, and then before I went into like you know mansplaining, I was like, no, there's dudes that do this goofy ass shit too. Just talking about they just be beating pussy up. They just, just be they're the they best. Just be talking yeah. and what they overheard from older people yeah. or friends, or and I'm not even saying they ain't had no little experiences, but they just be talking. It's just wild. Could you imagine? It doesn't work any other way. We couldn't think about if y'all want to go back to that first episode that we did of loving hip hop the rundown and if we came out the gate like yo this is the best podcast y'all the motherfuckers ever heard shit what y'all talking about we'd be like nah y'all sound horrible nah so y'all <sighs> alright so Ace meets with his mom Blondie and his sister Toshiba which is Xavier's mom we saw him a couple episodes ago after discussing his time with Xavier the conversation turned to Mother's Day brunch Ace felt like it was a good day, but his mom, Blondie, says Sheila had an attitude with her and didn't look at her in the face and walked off. And that's why she was upset. We'll pause because her mom took that as disrespect. And luckily, Ace did say, look, I know my wife. She's not that kind of person. Why did her mom not be that wasn't even a, just throw out there? I'm like, maybe she's intimidated. Maybe she wasn't ready for that conversation because she did talk to you. But at right. that moment, she was just like, okay, I got to get into the right mental for this. He says, you have to be open. Blondie agrees. Oh, no, Ace knows his wife is not that kind of person. Tells his mom she can't be the victim and then the bully. Uh, she goes, no one likes me. He's like, yo, you have to be open. Blondie agrees. Then says, I feel like I lied to you just to make peace. She feels as if Ace is faulting her for being tough. She quoted like, mom ain't nothing to mess with. I'll chew you up and spit you out. He says he's not. Uh, then she was like, everything you said was negative. And then the tears start coming out. And I thought like, oh my gosh. But she said, um, she's not feeling. Now she's, she's like, no one feels my pain or hurt or understands what I've been through. And he, what did he say? Oh no, he, it was a dope. He said, you're not used to us being honest with you. Because when we were honest with you when we were young, we got smacked in the mouth. Yeah, 
and then I like this because this scene could have played out the same with with uh way that Amaretta uh, the Great and her mom had with her sister there and her sister took up for her mama but Toshiba mm-hmm. was neutral and was like at the end of the day we need healing I'm not taking any sides but uh uh this is you need to hear this because what ends up happening and i think this happened with rashida and her family you conversation starts getting too real and then people want to yeah, not talk about things yeah and then you get stuck and you don't get past things like yo we just need to get everything out and then move on because we got everything out but then ace commanded the conversation the same way he did with sheila was like all right i'm done don't want to talk about this yeah. anymore and that is the thing like when when guys or not just guys when people be over it in general like they be over it and it's no more coming back yeah but i'm like but i'm not done you can't be (laughs) that way yeah right i i'm not done and i'll be honest i've done that but i've usually i've usually done it when i'm like i heard you you said this three times oh yeah my point of view yeah yeah this is not going anywhere conversation's over we can't we can't go in circles that's not uh, that's frustrating that's gonna get you more mad like it's listen uh that is by far the most annoying thing to me the uh the repeat it's it's, it's it's, go ahead it's really like okay i heard what you said just because you scream it don't make your point of view right like it's still i heard you it is what it is okay we're gonna, I'm quick to be like, we just gonna have to agree to disagree because you can't hear, you can't see beyond your, your scope. No. Uh, so Amara stopped her mom from cleaning because she needs to rest. Then she goes off and tells her father how she's worried about her mom and that she might be pregnant. This guy starts cheesing, like, oh, congratulations. She's like, yo, keep it. Mama don't know. Relax. First of all, why would you tell him? If, uh, why know. are we passing out this message and we don't even know if we're pregnant yeah, we or not? Have. Listen. Then she says, yo, I need help with my mom. And he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go back to back. DR. <laughs> I already got a little spot. Don't worry about it. I'm go- And I thought to myself, he may or may not be going. It might be a storyline. But <laughs> why are you asking him? He don't like your mama and him don't get along. Don't so, she don't like him? Why yeah. does she want assistance? From yeah, him? like even if he was on the most up and up, I'm like, I would love to help you. It wouldn't work if he's like, yo, you need to take your medicine. She'd be like, shut the fuck up. Like you, who is you? Uh, Amara says after she started liking him and form a bomb, he is leaving, and she wished she didn't love him so much. So love him, so it wouldn't hurt as much. Things are rocky between Bill and Suki after she put him in his place in front of Tip and Jay Kelly. Uh, I think she asked, she was like, I didn't even ask you to be here. That's what she said in that scene. Bill asked about Tip and she says, that's business. You not in the business. I don't want to mix business with pleasure. Suki is the big fish, not because she's famous, because she is that bitch. And Bill says, I don't give a fuck. And Suki says, I would never say I want to give a fuck about you. They trade FUs. I don't know why I'm going in and out of surface censoring myself, but oh well. And she kicks him out the car <laughs> and then security comes out to make sure nothing goes left. The yelling continues in front of production about how no one has broken up with anyone. And then she was like, ask your mom for a ride and go be with your mama. And then I forgot which one says I was never your friend. I think Suki said it. And that was it. Here's the thing. Where were they going? I feel like I they want. I feel like they wanted to set this scene up to get to this point. But because they shoot scenes in places they rent, this scene really should have took place after Tip and Jay Kelly left. Like he yeah. could have said, "Yo, I didn't appreciate you. I'm just trying to stick up for you." They could have had this. Y'all could have had this dialogue perfect because he felt the type of way. 
why are we riding just to ride and be like, all right, time to get into an argument. I was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, man. Next week on Loving Hip Hop Miami, counseling for Bill and Sookie, Ace uh-huh. and Sheila talk, Nori wants another kid, and I wrote, it's a trap Ooh, near me it. Me and always want some, listen, me always want randomly want some damn child. And she was like, you don't take care of the ones you do. And then he was like doing it. And his boy's like, you sure you want to do this? Bobby likes might see his dad. And Trina has an intervention. I forgot who was. Listen, we I watched this episode Tuesday, so. I, I forgive you. Oh, listen, you're you're doing so well. <laughs> Praise God for your notes because I was like, did I watch the episode? <laughs> my memory, boy. I this is why we do them on the same day because it'd be fresh in my brain. I just watched it. Yep. Let's go. Two days later, and I was I, uh, when I got in the house, I was like, should I try to rewatch this episode? Because, but then I was like, nah, I don't care enough. Let's go. All right, here we go. Let's go. Oh man, let's go into news and rumors. Got the music. I know he's not on the show anymore, but I felt like this needed to be brought up. Congratulations? Question mark to Pleasure P. He is a grandfather. Congratulations. He posted a picture of his grandson and said, been so busy with the tour and stuff that I forgot to tell you guys about this little blessing. He came a month early weighing in the six pounds, introducing you guys to my grandson, Amir Marcus Cooper. I had a son while I was young. Now I have a grandson while I'm young. What a blessing. If y'all wonder how- I was how, about to ask how old is <laughs> He is 36 years old. And to me, this is, and then I shouldn't judge because I don't know. But it feels like it's indicative of him Nat explaining to his son, this is ridiculously hard to have a yeah. child while you're young. And and then and then his how old is his child? 17. Okay. So, so well, I guess he had him at 19. This is the thing though. Right. This is this is I got I, I got a grandson as, as as evidence. And I have the fact that that man was on our our TV for like three or four seasons. We didn't even know he had a kid. That dead ass. <laughs> You were up here jugg- juggling women. And you over here talking about granddaddy. So I was like, how old is Pleasure P? Like 45 at minimum or something? Nope. 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 Oh, let's let's do I mean, I I get it. I get it. <laughs> but yeah, what did you teach him? Go out. You didn't know. Yeah, wrap you it up. You do not want to have a kid yeah, at a just young age. Just always just double it's down. Like it's hard. It is ridiculously tough. Uh you don't have a music career to fall back on. <laughs> like I'm not taking care of y'all. Yeah. All right. I don't know what how many times it is, but Ray J has filed for divorce <laughs> again. Again. He did this Tuesday, September 28th. Uh, he made an update to his Instagram bio. It said he is separated and single. So I guess him and Princess weren't, lot, weren't able to find any married friends. Princess Love mm-hmm. has taken down all the photos of her and Ray J from her Instagram, and they also unfollowed each other for the umpteen time. Why don't this is what y'all just do it? If y'all do get back together, just keep all that shit down. <laughs> As it, just don't even waste the time. Can we just not know? I need y'all to stop being nosy. Like the next announcement I want to hear is we are divorced. Okay. Is there a way that we can skip past the such and such filed for? Such and such. I don't want to know that part because the back and forth is killing me. Don't tell me shit else about Princess and Ray J's relationship unless it's 
Divorce. Divorce. <laughs> uh, afterwards, he, he he posted a picture of um, him tattooing his sister's name on him. Did you see this? Yeah, I saw that. And I don't know. Strikes me. Listen, I don't know. Remember when they was going to do an album off. together? And I was like, how y'all going to do an, an R&B album R&B. together? R&B. Cause, I mean, they could. I be- actually did. I was not mad at the idea of the R and B album. I thought that was a good play with their add their letters with the music. I, I mean, if we being honest, Ray J always give you at least one two good hit off of whatever album yeah, she yeah, has. Yeah, yeah. Brandy but- gonna give you vocals to you know she gonna do her thing. So I wasn't bad. I wasn't even mad at the idea. It's disturbing as how big that damn tattoo is. It's huge. She said <laughs> he got it like it was his woman. Yes. She she said this is real love. I couldn't ask for couldn't have asked for a better brother. I love you, Ray J. Hashtag best friends. Hashtag Ray J. X Brandy. Hashtag y'all racist. couldn't do something different, little cute, little small like sibling tattoo. Y'all both get the same thing off in the corner somewhere. That's like I don't know heartbeats or something stupid. Like <laughs> he really was like Brandy. Like, I can't. I cannot. So then I was like, what? Wait, wait, no, wait. Before I read the caption, because it's just the arm, right? Yeah. I was like, what nigga Brandy fucking with that? <laughs> Brandy got that good good. Because it, it's so big. It's so big. But I'm sorry. You think, Go ahead, you, think, you think Ray got, like, he's like, man, I mean, it's cool. I'm not Brandy. Princess brother. name on him. No. And if it is, it's small no. as shit somewhere. No. Quit playing. Princess, just whatever. All right. So then the trifecta, it trifecta is Ray J is hospitalized right now for uh, he's reportedly sick and has been in the hospital for more than a week battling pneumonia. On Tuesday afternoon, Hollywood Unlocked reported that uh, he was in the hospital for more than a week and none of his family members has visited him. Is that pneumonia or COVID? Like you, I was (laughs) like, it sounds like the COVID to me, sir. All right, so uh, pray get that he well gets better. soon, though. Yes, yes. What else I got on? I here? might talk shit about you, but I don't want nothing to happen to you. Noriega, we talked uh, a couple of weeks ago that he's going to be on the on uh, what is it? Marriage boot camp, and he's crediting DMX for it. It said in a recent interview with Hip Hop DX, D, uh, he credit he explained how DMX passing led to his new role on Marriage Boot Camp. Wait. I mean, when did y'all shoot this? DMX passed away in what? March? April? April, I believe. I think he was already noticed. So after initially meeting... Da, 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 what did he say? He says both... Let's see. After initially meeting in the 1990s during Capone and Noriega's heyday, the two rappers rekindled their friendship at some point following X's 2019 release from prison. He says both offers, Marriage Boot Camp and Love & Hip Hop Miami, came at the same time. Quote, that's how I deal with death. When something happens in my life and someone passes away, I become overproductive. I become overworked. I did that with my father's death, and it was pretty much doing the same thing with DMX's death. I was with him for the past six weeks of his life. We spoke to him every day, and then out the blue, that hit me part pretty hard. Both these shows came out of no, just came out of nowhere. I was thinking about doing them, but it just came at the right moment. I was like, you know what? I need to work. So he he does the treatment situation, but the weird part about it is uh, uh, this is more for the show how do contracts work that nori and trick can be in that starting lineup but barely be on the show right i'm confused about that uh oh trina was on but this don't help you because trina was on 
BT Hip Hop Awards as a presenter, and then people are like, "Is she pregnant? Is she pregnant?" I don't know why people rush to the is the person pregnant because you'll find out in nine months or less. It, I promise y'all, <laughs> y'all don't have to y'all don't have to rush it. Finally, we the apology heard around the world. Amarion echoed through the world. Lil Fizz apologized to Amarion on stage. He says, I don't think it would be right. He came on stage and said, I don't think it would be right. This is during the Millennium Tour. Sorry. I don't think it would be right if I didn't take this moment, bro, to public, publicly apologize to you. I did some fucked up shit to my brother and I'm not proud of it, man. So I want to say here humbly and sincerely apologize to you for any type of dysfunction I caused between you and your family. Following the apology, the two hugged it out on stage and the show went on. TMZ caught up with Amarion after the show. Let me just get all this out and we'll dissect it. And asked his thoughts about the apology. He says that the apology wasn't expected, but was appropriate. Thoughts? <laughs> okay, hear me out. Because I talked about this on the most recent episode of WCW, which will probably be coming out tomorrow because we're a little late today. Um, but was it random? Because I feel like you had to have this discussion off stage before you got on my stage. Yeah, because was it was it, B2K wasn't a part of that's what I'm saying. Like I felt like a Marion hit you with a that's cute and all, but you embarrassed me publicly. You're gonna need to apologize publicly. And therefore, not saying that little fizz couldn't have couldn't have done. It. I'm not saying that. It's just you just gonna walk on my stage and, and do it. Like, wasn't I performing or about to perform? And then did they not go into a song together? I think so. I How are we prepared for this? Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it seemed a little staged. My question, though, do you think he apologized to April? And no, not for the, you know, dysfunction. I'm just saying, when you're in a relationship and you guys have a time to talk, do you say, I'm sorry for this drama I caused? Like, I'm, I own, I'm taking accountability. I'm, respons- I'm taking responsibility for my actions and the role they played right. in our relationship. Do you think he offered that to her? And do you think April won it? Because she's at Dre House. Well, she was. I don't know. I feel like they, from the last viewing of them together, which was that reunion show, it seemed like they couldn't talk to each other. You know what's wild? The fact that we watched them on reality shows, that if you don't watch any of the reality shows, people just think the relationship was all fake. Like it was just done for a storyline. And I was like, oh, yeah, you would have that inclination if you weren't following these, following off TV. You would think like, oh, okay. Um, and plus, you got to think about that. Amaran got to be a hell of an actor. Now, I've seen you got served. And I didn't watch that scary movie he was in, but he ain't that great of an actor for him. Every time he had to do that 12-part series with Vlad or whatever it was, talking about that shit. All right. True. That is the episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. You can tweet me at one and only. You can tweet Shell. And Saxon Shell. You can follow me on Instagram. You can follow me on the Snappity Chat. I'm with a Z Shell. Make sure you follow the website, 1515F. Check out the podcast. Rate, review, subscribe, support on Patreon. Until next time, guys, I say peace, she says. Bye.